but I remember like one of the corner houses as you entered it onto uh, or into the neighborhood, this dude dressed up like a scarecrow and he looked fake and he sat in a chair and they had the bowl of candy out on the chair. And so when you came to get the candy, because it said, you know, take one piece, blah, 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 blah. So if you came and you were going to grab more than just one piece, like all of a sudden he jumped at you and grabbed your hand and scared the living daylights out of you. Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Life in a Rhythm podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Melissa. And we're going to have a little bit of fun to start off this episode uh, as we creep closer and closer to the holiday uh, of Halloween. Ooh. Um, spooky. Some sound effects there for you. You do that pretty good, actually. I practice with all the farm animals, songs and stuff I have to make with Micah, so. That's a creepy farm animal song. Are there ghosts on that farm? <laughs> Old MacDonald had a farm. And, and on anyway. that farm, he had a ghost. <laughs> and Casper was his name O. C A S P R. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. So now that we're, we got that out of our system, um, I wanted to ask what you thought. Of all the candies in the world, there's tons of different candies. What do you think are the top five uh, favorite candies of all time? Favorite Re- candies. Reese's. Okay. Skittles. Wrong. M&M's. Yes. Snickers. Yes. Lollipops. No. You have one more. Kit Kat. Yes. All right. You got three out of five. That's pretty impressive. It's almost like we had a shot at this already, but whatever. So that being said, <clears throat> okay, so those are the top five. Or Well, I guess I got to tell you what the top five favorite candies are. Yeah, because so I the, just guessed the yeah. top five. So the top five favorite candies for all of you listening as you're getting ready to put together your candy bucket for all the kids coming by. Does that still happen in COVID? Uh, some people are still trick-or-treating, yeah. All right, for all you brave souls out there. Uh, so the top five candies that you need to have in your bucket to make sure that, uh, when the kids come trick or treat, you don't have to smell their feet, but give them something sweet to eat. Um, but this is it. So Reese's peanut butter cups comes in at number one. No surprise. Number two is Snickers. Number three is Kit Kat. Uh, number four is M&Ms. Now I do have to say it like they're not, they just say M&Ms and they're like, a plethora. It's the regular plain M&M's. Are you sure? Yes. How do you know? Because that's what you get in those giant bags of candy for Halloween. It's the plain M&M's. I guess that you probably couldn't give people the peanut M&M's because you would... allergies. Well, but then you have the Reese's. Yeah, Snickers have peanuts too. Huh. Trying to kill people for this holiday. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Twix came in at number five, but they didn't specify whether it's the right Twix or the left Twix that is the favorite. So I'm going to say that it became a tie for fifth place between right and left Twix. Okay. Um, so no surprise to you there? No. Really? No. In all of those? They're all chocolate. Yeah. You mentioned Skittles and lollipops. Because those sometimes randomly get thrown in. That's true. And Smarties. Like, think about, I don't know, when you were a kid, but, like, when your parents were sorting through your candy to make sure that it was safe, 
like they you're probably sucking on a lollipop while they're going through the candy mm, that no? might be true i don't even like no offense mom if you're listening but i don't really remember my parents checking my candy to make sure it was safe yeah i don't know if mine did either <laughs> now that i think about it but then again we weren't really allowed to trick-or-treat so it's kind of crazy though when you think about it because we grew up in albuquerque <clears throat> new mexico like, if there's any place where the candy's not going to be safe, it's going to be there. Yeah. That's where it's not going to be safe. Yeah. We grew up in Breaking Bad land. Yeah. And our family didn't check our candy. It is a wonder that we're still alive today. Like I said, Mom, I love you. Um, well, are you, are you curious at all what my top five are? Yeah. You are? Well, probably anything with white chocolate. Yes. So that's you don't kinda, like regular chocolate. Yeah, and that was kind of like the bummer to me about looking at that list is the fact that chocolate is written all over that top five, and I'm not a huge chocolate fan. Nobody overall. likes white chocolate. I love white chocolate. Okay, but you're not a kid. Think of how many kids out there like white white chocolate. So Probably not very many. Are you trying to say that only adults like white chocolate? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Come Christmas time, we'll have this conversation again because most Christmas candies are covered in white chocolate, like yeah. white fudge. Still, most kids that? like chocolate, though. Whatever. So anyways, my list. <laughs> so I put number one as Skittles. I love Skittles. Skittles are my favorite. Um, and then I do have Kit Kat in my top five. Um, I have Crunch Bar. So... If there's any oh, chocolate yeah, you bar, do like Crunch Bar. Yeah, Crunch Bar is always going to be my go-to. Um, I think the greatest thing that ever happened was when Crunch decided to do Bunch of Crunch. Mm. So Bunch of Crunch is probably my all-time favorite. Next is Skittles. Like, if I have to choose a favorite chocolate, it's going to be Bunch Crunch, um, which, uh, little side note for everybody listening, whenever you go to the movie theater and you get your bucket of popcorn, uh, order Bunch of Crunch to go with it, and then mix it up in there. In the dark, you can't tell whether or not you're grabbing a piece of popcorn or you're grabbing a bunch of crunch. Um, and it's always a pleasant surprise, no matter which one it is. But make sure you have a napkin because the chocolate definitely melts within the, the popcorn that's there. So, anyways. Uh, so, Skittles, Crunch. I do like Reese's. I love Kit Kat. Kit Kat's one of my favorites. And then... I didn't have this one in there earlier, but now that you said it, I definitely do love some lollipops. I could go with like the Hershey's lollipops or uh, the Hershey's Hers- lollipops. No, what is it called? We're the ones with the chocolate center. Tizzy Pop. Yeah. Tizzy Pop. Mr. L. It's not chocolate looks- though. It is because it's a t- it's a Tizzy Roll kiss in the middle, or not a kiss, but a Tizzy Roll in the middle because it's a Tizzy Pop. Yeah. How many times can I say Tizzy? <laughs> this episode a tizzy pop mr al how many licks does it take to get to the chocolatey center of a tizzy pop one two three did you ever see those commercials yes okay i feel like you're not entertained with my candy <laughs> uh conversation for the beginning of our podcast so what are my top five you just told me no yeah we never did mine yeah you said reese's that's my top one Snickers. That's in there. M&M's. Yes. Hershey's Dark Chocolate Square. Yes. Which I don't know what that is. Okay. I've never heard of those before. I'm assuming it's dark chocolate made by Hershey's and it's in a square shape. A rectangle shape, yeah. 
multiple rectangles. I guess ones. it's a rectangle. All right. And then cookies and cream Hershey bar. No. What? I think Kit Kat. Kit Kat? Mm. Yeah. Speaking of, not Kit Kat, but I did just remember another one of my favorites, Baby Ruth bars. Mm. I love Baby Ruth bars. No. Especially if you throw them in the freezer before you eat them. Do you not throw your candy in a freezer? I do, but I feel like that would break your teeth off. Uh, it's definitely pretty hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely pretty hard sometimes. So, anyways, okay, so that's the top five candies from uh, overall, from you and from me. Now, continuing on in this episode, what is your all-time like favorite or what, what's the go-to memory that you have of you with Halloween growing up? So growing up, um, we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween, so we didn't decorate for Halloween, nor were we allowed to trick-or-treat. What we did growing up is we would go to church, and they had like a harvest festival, and we'd dress up for that, but it had to be an appropriate costume, and we like played games and stuff at the harvest festival and got candy. So... um, but I would say one of my favorite memories after my parents got divorced, um, surprisingly, I think it was my freshman or sophomore year, um, we decided to go trick-or-treating. Mm. <laughs> or maybe it was junior year. I don't know. I was in high school. It was me. I dressed up like a fairy in some dress and fake tiara crown I had. I know. It's kind of childish. Um, with my brother, I think my sister and my stepbrother, I'm pretty sure it was all of us and we went trick or treating and again, I'm in high school, so not really sure if people are going to give me candy, but we went all around the neighborhood and there's a lot of spooky, scary houses. And then we went to like the mansions, um, and, uh, just poured the whole bowl into our, (laughs) Um, <laughs> pillowcase. <laughs> so yeah, we use pillowcases to go trick or treating as teenagers. Yeah. So I feel like the pillowcase method is the best method. Yeah, it holds more and it's sturdy. Did you ever take two pillowcases? No. Mm. I feel like the kid that walks out with two pillowcases, you know, they're in it for the, they're in it to win it. They're like, I'm gonna break the bank on candy this Halloween. <laughs> like I'm saving up for next year. So what was your favorite memory? So unlike you, uh, I actually did go trick-or-treating a lot when I was a kid. Uh, My best friend Jared grew up across the street from me, so we always kind of did like a a group thing around the neighborhood. Um, I, I, for whatever reason, like there's one in particular that just comes to mind. I couldn't tell you what I was dressed up as. Couldn't even tell you um, what any of us were dressed up as. I just remember it being, like, so stinking cold for that Halloween. Like, I think I was, like, a ninja or something. If you can imagine that, like, me, like, little me dressed up as a ninja rolling around. I think it was, like, right after the Mortal Kombat movie came out. So I think Jared was probably a ninja, too, and we were trying to be, like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Um, But I just remember it being so cold. And then the corner house, like... I've always wanted to do this ever since this happened to me because it was a traumatizing event. So that means I have to traumatize somebody else. But I remember like one of the corner houses as you entered it onto uh, or into the neighborhood, this dude dressed up like a scarecrow 
and he looked fake and he sat in a chair and they had the bowl of candy out on the chair and so when you came to get the candy because it said you know take one piece blah 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 so if you came and you were going to grab more than just one piece like all of a sudden he jumped at you and grabbed your hand and scared the living daylights out of you can they do that uh well, it's their house. It's their property. Their candy. They can do but whatever they want. That's kind of scary. Just grabbing a, a random child's arm if they grab too many. Well, okay. Let's be fair. This is Halloween. Yeah, so, I guess so. I mean, you like all rules out the window, basically. I mean, you were a junior in high school trick or treating as a fairy with a tiara with, <laughs> with a pillowcase for candy. So, uh, do you have a favorite Halloween movie? No. Yeah. Yeah, one of those, you weren't allowed to watch that stuff, huh? No. And for all of our listeners out there, Halloween is probably Stuart's favorite mm. holiday, whereas mine, it is not whatsoever. Mm. I don't know that I would say favorite. Christmas is definitely up there, but I do enjoy Halloween. I think that it's fun. Um, I did watch the movies. So like Hocus Pocus is always a favorite one of mine. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is a great Christmas slash Halloween movie to watch. Um, and you know that's true because it's on Freeform uh, during both yeah, seasons. Yeah, they also have Batman Dark Knight as one of the movies too. Yeah. Which I don't think is a Halloween movie, but... Uh, have you ever seen how many Batmans are running around for Halloween? I guess Joker too. My sister was Joker one year. She did really good. I have at, a feeling that she did. Yeah. Your sister's the type of person that if she's going to go in for, like, a Halloween costume, she's going to go all in. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Wow. It was creepy. She had, like, a fake knife and everything. Like, we made a fake knife. In Albuquerque? Kni- yeah, we made a fake knife out of, like, foil. Hmm. I feel like that's not safe to do in Albuquerque. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So, all this Halloween <laughs> talk, uh, all for this question. Uh, so, last year was our first year as parents uh, celebrating Halloween, Harvest Festival, All Hallows Eve, however you want to call it, with Micah. Um, and we did dress her up. Yep. Uh, we dressed up. Yep. Because uh, the church that I was working for at the time while we were living in Colorado Springs, they did this cool thing where they were renting out one of those trampoline parks. So we were all there. And uh, so, yeah, we got dressed up and did the whole night. But we did that with the church. We did it as like a little fall harvest festival kind of thing. So if a parent were to ask you, uh, as a follower of Jesus, would you say that it is appropriate or inappropriate to celebrate Halloween? Hmm. I feel like you keep saying the word celebrate and that, that keeps like sticking in my head. Like is celebrate the right word. Because what are you celebrating with Halloween? Uh, well, some people would say the Day of the Dead. Yeah. So Yeah. I wouldn't say that we... What was the question? Sorry. Like, would you... would If somebody asked you if it was appropriate or inappropriate to celebrate Halloween, <clears throat> what would you say as a follower of Jesus? Um, so I would say it's inappropriate to actually celebrate Halloween knowing what Halloween stands for. Mm. Um, do I see any harm in dressing up in an appropriate costume, um, and going to like a harvest festival or going to someone's house for like a little party or something? No. Um, the trick or treat thing, I don't know how I feel about that. 
because I feel like the whole concept of like trick or treat kind of goes along with Halloween. I don't know hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So would you say like dressing up isn't necessarily a terrible thing because you could dress up at yeah. any point in time. Yeah. Like you could go to like uh, a friend's birthday party and it's, hey, dress up as your favorite Marvel character. Yeah. So there's no harm in that. Yeah, I don't think there's any harm with the actual dressing up in a costume as long as it's appropriate. I think I can agree with that. I've always gone a little bit back and forth on this question just because um, my upbringing was we went from celebrating, um, like full on, full force, dressing up, trick-or-treating. My mom used to deck out the house, uh, spider web like type stuff and jack-o'-lanterns and all those kinds of things, which we've done. You and I have gotten pumpkins and carved them out. Yeah, and I've never done that until... Until me? Yeah. Wow. What yeah. was that like? I told you it was hard. and <laughs> I can't carve pumpkins. <laughs> can't even use a stencil to help me carve a pumpkin. Did you feel like you were betraying younger you by carving into a pumpkin? No, it just didn't feel like me, not my upbringing. And mm. yeah, we never carved pumpkins. Mm. Wow. I'm such a bad influence on you. I mean, we got pump, we got pumpkins for like making pumpkin pie, but we never carved them. Yeah, yeah. See, we did all of that, and um, then and then my family started going to church on a more consistent basis, and we got like like real with our faith. So is that when you stopped celebrating Halloween? Yeah, all of it went out the window. Oh wow! Like I remember uh, my mom taking all the Halloween decorations and like boxing them all up, putting them in trash bags, and. I don't remember if she, like, sold it all, donated it, or just threw it all away. How old were you? Uh, fourth, fifth grade. Fifth grade, probably going in sixth grade, somewhere around there. So whatever age that breaks down to. Um, but, yeah, and the next thing I know, like, the next year, it turned into, uh, we had pumpkins, but they weren't jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, all of a sudden, we had scarecrows, but they weren't for, like, Ooh, so you had out. more of like the fall decor. We fall decor. Yeah. yeah. Like we entered into the fall season and we're making the house look nice and seasonal and festive yeah. all at the same okay. time. So, um, but I don't know that I, as an individual, have ever really felt any conviction as a follower of Jesus to the idea of Halloween. And so, and and I would say even... <clears throat> like I've had those conversations, like the one that we're having right now, where somebody would say, well, what if it's a stumping block for somebody? Totally get that. Yeah. Totally get that. Um, I would say that's where I would have to be a little bit more cautious in how extreme I went with it. But yeah, I think that there's something fun about dressing up. And I think that there's something fun about memories that can be made with your kid, um, letting them dress up, get pictures, um, and even do the door-to-door -door thing. I will say that I did appreciate what we did with our church back in Colorado. I did appreciate the whole trampoline part because it's a way of taking the night, being able to redeem it um, in order to get the same feel and effect, but have a, a, a different swing to it. So let me, let me, I thought of a question as you were talking. So when Micah grows up and she kind of understands a little bit more 
and she asks you, what is Halloween? Why do we celebrate it? What would you say to her? Because you mentioned, like, there's no harm in, like, dressing up, but it's just like going to, like, a birthday party if it was, like, a themed, costumed birthday party, right? Mm -hmm. So how would you explain the holiday and the celebration behind Halloween to Micah? Especially as being a pastor and, you know, with our faith and everything. Yeah. I would probably tell her that uh, traditionally Halloween is... Uh, celebrated as a day for um, evilness, I guess is how I would put that. I think that the association with Halloween always comes in with uh, dead things and uh, Satan, ghosts, zombies, all that kind of stuff. And um, I think there is a a level where um, there are people non-believers that man they go all for it and they think this stuff is fun and they think that it's something to be highlighted yeah um whereas i would tell michael like we don't highlight this like is it fun to get dressed up and go get candy totally but we don't celebrate this as a holiday Mm. um we will redeem this the best way that we can and we'll have fun with it by but not celebrating what the actual day is and what most people hold it up to okay um and I think that's even why I say like what our church back in Colorado was doing. I think that's what I really appreciated because it did allow all the kids to dress up. Um, it allowed families to get those pictures and make memories and, and have fun um, without, you know, somebody's kid feeling like they're being jipped and left out of uh, what the rest of their friends are getting to do. So um, I think that there's a real danger I think that there's a real danger uh, to keep your kids from doing something while the rest of their friends are are doing something. So, like, as we're talking about Halloween, I think that there's a danger of, um, you know, say, as Micah gets older, all of her friends are celebrating Halloween and they're getting dressed up and they're doing this, they're doing that. But if we were the parents that said, we don't do that, um, I think that there's a, a big tension that arises in there between child and parent. Oh, rebellion could could yeah. happen yeah rebellious yeah. attitude yeah and so i think that it takes like like a intentional conversation to be had if that's going to be the way that um you go about it but at the same time i would say that i i just don't have a conviction against it um if one of our friends were to say hey i came out of um a lifestyle of witchcraft and and dark arts and all that kind of stuff then i would have to have you know, be cautious and, and tread lightly yeah. in that because that is ser- that's a season that they're coming out of. Um, that for them, man, because they came from it, it has a completely different meaning to it. Um, pretty sure it's Paul that Paul is asked um, about whether or not something is beneficial, right? And he restores back and he says, man, he says, everything is permissible. You, you can do anything and everything that you want Everything is permissible, but he says, he follows it by saying, but not everything is beneficial. So it's this idea of, man, choose your battles wisely. You know, can you be in this world uh, and partake of some things? Yeah. But if you let something be more than what it is, or you hold something to a higher standard, almost like an an, an idol, um, then it's something that was permissible that became detrimental 
mm. uh, to your life. So, um, yeah, the Halloween season is always fun, just because there's there's so many different opinions on it. Yeah, and I don't think we've ever really talked about it like together or just at all. Yeah, like just thinking of like my upbringing and. You know, we always went to church every year and like we were encouraged to like bring our friends and there were so many harvest fall activities and you get candy at every booth and it was, but there's also like biblical games too. And so that's kind of like what I grew up with and, um, but I never felt like I was like missing out on anything, but. Well, no, because the the holiday was redeemed. Did you dress up? Yeah. For those, for those fall harvest festivals? Yeah. Yeah. See, so you took what your parents were able to take what all the rest of your friends were doing and present it to you in a way that you didn't feel like you missed out because you were getting to dress up, you got the candy. So the next day when you went to school, when everybody was like, oh, what candy did you get? You were able to actually contribute to the conversation. You were never left out on it. Yeah. I also went to a Christian school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the friends that came with me to the Harvest Festival were from my class. (laughs) So I don't really know if I have have anything to say on this just because my upbringing was different. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But no, I think, you know, you and I had this conversation when it came to Christmas. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's so many other aspects to um, holidays that are celebrated within our culture that uh, it's totally, you have to have the conversation, especially as you're raising kids, um, of how are we going to go about this? Because I think you and I are a perfect example for anybody out there. You've got two uh, individual people that are coming together in a marriage that you're now asking to raise a family um, with a single like-minded attitude to it, with it, but because you and I came from really opposite spectrums yeah. of we didn't do this, we didn't do this, we didn't do this. I went to a Christian school to um, I did celebrate it, to we didn't celebrate it, to uh, I me going, I, I was in a public school my entire life. Like, There's just different memories that are even attached to it that for some if that conversation is never had like people will say well this is a hill that i'm willing to die on yeah um against my spouse in this conversation because you trying to take this away from me and the memories that i can make with my kid um how dare you mm-hmm. who are you to take away that memory and that's because that conversation was never had yeah so all this because we asked what were the top five favorite candies. <laughs> and this is the conversation that we get out of it. Yeah. So crazy. Um, well, as a mom, as we close out this episode, as a mom, if there was any bit of advice that you would get, and I know that you're fresh into this, but if there is any bit of advice that you would give to um, another mom whose kid is like, man, I want to go trick-or-treating, I want to do this, um, or, or a mom who's just trying to figure out, man, how do I go about this holiday season? What would you say? For this holiday season, yeah. I, I think it's a little tricky just because of COVID. Like I know some parents out there and some moms who are totally for trick-or-treating and keeping life normal because um, they're not scared of COVID. And then on the flip side, I know there's some other moms out there who's like, no, we're going to stay home and we'll just have like a little party or get together at the house. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I don't know if I really have like advice to give. I would just say like, try to be as safe as possible and make the right decision for your family. I know I brought it up to you on the walk the other day. Like, well, what are we going to do? Like Mm. last year we dressed up, but we had a little thing to dress up for. Right. But with COVID here now, like Mike is too young to trick or treat. You know, we haven't really had the discussion about trick-or-treating and what age we want to start if we do that. Our church doesn't do anything here. So it's kind of like, unless we get invited to a party, like, you know, we're, we may not do anything mm-hmm. for Halloween. And I would just say, if just any piece of advice for this season is have fun with your kids during the season of COVID, whether you're going out trick-or-treating or if you're just staying in and making, you know, some... Halloween little treats, which I always like to do. Mm. Um, at my job back in Colorado, like we would make, we'd have a Halloween party and I really like making all these little spooky Halloween treats. So I'd just say, make the most of it, be safe during this, um, Halloween season. Yeah, that's good. And I would even say, um, on my end, the bit of advice that I would give is just, um, be be intentional in having those conversations. Yeah, exactly. Um, like even as you were talking, I was just thinking because you mentioned that your work used to do or work does do um, those Halloween events. Um, man, for for some of us, like whether whether we wanted to celebrate Halloween or not, like the holiday was thrusted upon us. Yeah, I mean, you could well not you because you went to a Christian school, but um, I can remember times where my class in elementary school or the school that my middle school or my high school, like they celebrated Halloween and they would encourage you to dress up for like spirit week or something like that. Um, and have some kind of Halloween feel to it. And it's like, man, whether you want your kids to celebrate this or not, it's going to be thrusted in front of their face. Uh, so you have to be intentional in having that conversation yeah. and letting them know like, Hey, this is where our family stands with this. It doesn't mean that we don't um, as you said, we don't make memories, but you're being intentional on how you make memories on what does our family do during this season, um, to redeem it and not celebrate it. So, yeah, yeah. Halloween is upon us. Free form is playing all of your favorite Halloween movies. Our town is full of Halloween decor. It is. Leaves are falling. That means trees are dying because that fits perfectly into the Halloween season. <laughs> I think I heard that this is a year where we have two full moons in the month of October. I did hear that, yeah. And the other one is on Halloween. So oh, it's on Halloween? I think so. Wow. I think that's what I heard. So watch out for those werewolves. Not the little ones running around in rubber mask werewolf-looking things, but real. Like a black cat. Yeah. Watch out for all those superstitious yeah. type moments for this season. <laughs> but... Hey, y'all, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Life in Rhythm podcast. Um, As always, we love to pray for you guys as we close this out, no matter how ridiculous these episodes (laughs) can be sometimes. uh, But we always want to lift you up in prayer. Um, My turn? Mm -hmm. All right, it's my turn. Let's pray. Well, Father, uh, you do call us to be um, uh, lights in a dark world. God, you call us as followers of you to be set apart, uh, to look different, to act different, uh, to smell different. Um, so God, as we enter into uh, this holiday season where 
for some people, Halloween is what they um, exactly look forward to. It is their favorite holiday because they love what it all stands for. Um, God, as uh, followers of you, I pray that we would uh, just shine a different light that yes, we can redeem a season. Uh, God, we can have intentional conversations with our kids. Um, but God, we don't have to celebrate the way that everybody else celebrates. And uh, Father, that's because we have a completely different hope. Uh, we understand that this world is not our home. We're merely passing through. So it becomes our responsibility to point as many people back to you as we possibly can because time is short. So God, I pray that we wouldn't be distracted by the little things of this world like Halloween or any other holidays. Um, but Father, that uh, we would be able just to uh, just talk about you and uh, help people see uh, the goodness of who you are and the importance of uh, needing Jesus in their lives. Uh, so God, I pray that people would have fun during this season. Uh, Father, we are in holiday season overall. I mean, as soon as Halloween is over, we start heading towards Thanksgiving, and then quickly before we know it, Christmas is going to be upon us. So. God, this is a season of just making memories. Um, so I pray that in the craziness of what has been 2020, God, I pray that during these next few months that there would be some kind of uh, uh, semblance to normalcy in all of this, that families are building stronger unity with each other um, and traditions are being built up and created during this time. So Father, we thank you for this episode. God, it's so cool that uh, you have placed the idea of doing a podcast on both mine and my wife's heart. Um, God, we pray that this is a blessing to anybody and everybody else that listens. So, Father, we love you, and we love this up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, we'll see you next time on the Life in Rhythm podcast. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear and have benefited at all from what we have going on, we would appreciate you rating us and leaving a review. Your feedback helps us get you content that you need to find rhythm in your own life and helps get this podcast out to more people. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of the Life in Rhythm podcast. God bless.